Scripture today comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 23, verses 1 through 12, Ways of the Legal Experts and the Pharisees. Then Jesus spoke to the crowds and his disciples, The legal experts and the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat. Therefore, you must take care to do everything they say, but don't do what they do. For they tie together heavy packs that are impossible to carry. They put them on the shoulders of others, but are unwilling to lift a finger to move them. Everything they do, they do to be noticed by others. They make extra wide prayer bands for their arms and long tassels for their clothes. They love to sit in places of honor at banquets and in the synagogues. They love to be greeted with honor in the markets and to be addressed as rabbi. But you shouldn't be called rabbi because you have one teacher and all of you are brothers and sisters. Don't call anybody on earth your father because you have one father who is heavenly. Don't be called teacher because Christ is your one teacher, but the one who is greatest among you will be your servant. All who lift themselves up will be brought low, but all who make themselves low will be lifted up. Amen. Well, let's talk about Jesus's weeks, right? First, he's, he's, um, they're challenging him on these are, these, these are our past weeks. He's been challenged on resurrection. He's been challenged on taxes. He's been challenged on what is the greatest commandment. And yet, we're still not done with these Pharisees and Sadducees uh, testing Jesus. Remember, last week we learned that the greatest commandment is to what? Love God. Soul, mind, and spirit, right? And? Okay, that one we're supposed to keep with us all the time. So that, okay, we got that. Good, good, good. Now, this week, they're asking him about, hey, Jesus, what do you wear? What? That's kind of where this is going. Let me start. Let me start. Oh, let me do my disclaimer. This is not um, an anti-Jewish scripture at all. This is about... uh, a movement in the day, right? We have Pharisees and Sadducees, and they're, they are the privileged one of the community. They are the teachers that meet in the synagogue, and they also are the ones who are, in, are being complicit with Rome. And, um, like, imagine this. They're the ones sitting um, comfortably in um, a beautiful, walled, uh, spectacular building. And Jesus who is also a Jewish teacher, like they are, but has chosen to preach outside, right? He's decided, I'm not preaching from the safety of a walled um, building that takes many ways to get in when people have to give their offerings. I am bringing God to uh, the people. That, that is the first radical act that Jesus does. He's taking it to the people instead of demanding offerings for them to get closer. So we're, we're starting with that. It's also about us and institutional religion. So see how we're, I'm going to enter in, and I'm going to enter in first at a Catholic school in Galesburg, Illinois. So we have a Catholic school in Galesburg, Illinois. It starts with um, kindergarten to eighth grade. And it's, since it is one of the better schools in Galesburg, Illinois, um, everybody of every religion goes, including my colleague, who is a pastor at a Lutheran church. Um, uh, Lutheran church pastors, like our Catholic cousins, um, 
traditionally wear a collar, right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so she wears a collar all the time. And, um, and uh, so she is taking her son to school and picking him up. And she's there, you know, taking him before her work, uh, picking him up after her work in um, her clergy collar and her sensible jeans, right? It's, it's the Midwest after all, right? So she gets a letter, a long letter, from the priest who runs the school. Guess what he's going to tell her? Get naked. No, 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 no. He said, you know, I think it might cause confusion that you are coming and going to work in your clergy collar. And she's like, confusion for who? And of course, it was flowery, flowery, that's the word. It was flowery, saying how, what a great mom she is, how she, you know, they, they love. You know, they're a two-kid family at the Catholic school. You probably shouldn't talk to a mom like that, right? He's paying full, full tuition. Anyway, um, so uh, guess what she said? Well, I can't tell you. No, no, no. No, she said in a very nice way, uh, thanks. I'll see you at school. Never mind. Uh, legit clergy, too. So, see, it gets into what we wear. And, right, isn't the, um, the underlying tone of that letter is, you are not legit. Amen? That's what the Pharisees and Sadducees are trying to tell Jesus today. You are not legit because you meet people out where they are. So Jesus' response back to them is, well, you know, we aren't really that different. We've, we've learned the same scriptures. We've learned the same texts. But you wear your tassels, and you wear your, um, your, your prayer things. But you, and he's not commenting that that in itself is bad. He's saying you're kind of wearing it the wider band, right, the longer tassel. And it's like, you're having to show off to say who you are. Okay, but now how are you acting? You are staying removed from the people instead of with the people. Okay, I got to confess. I watch American football. I really shouldn't. It's against everything I stand for violence, too many men, all in one space. I know, overflow, I know, I know, I know, right? Overflowing with, but by golly, I love it. And um, I love it because it's a way that I can remember that I love people all the time. And for, you know, between two hours and four hours, depending on the game, I can just dive into that world, use all my competitive spirit and all my angst against the other team. No, no. We, and then I and my uh, Jewish friend in Seattle, what we used to do before a Seattle Seahawks game is because remember, as we've learned in Jew Judaism and Christianity, we have the atonement prayer. So we both do our atonement prayer and then we have at it. So yesterday on my way back from an amazing day with the Evergreen Baptist Association um, gathering of the California clergy and lay folks, 
where we actually prayed in the meeting. Oh, my gosh. And we um, experienced an ordination, so a laying on of hands. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And um, so I needed, I needed some time to decompress from all the amazing stuff. So lo and behold, my Washington Huskies were playing at 4.30 yesterday afternoon, just in time for me to, um, while I'm waiting for my plane to come back home, could enter into the community of football. So I had to find my happy, fun bar of Oakland. I have no idea where it was, what it was. But anyway, what I noticed, what I looked for were TV screens to make sure that we had every game on. And we did, because you know it's an all-day thing. For those, it's an all-day thing. Yeah, and so, um, but I just stick to my team because I don't usually have all day. And, uh, and then uh, my entrance was note. Okay, where are the Huskies? Where are the Huskies? And what TV do we have? So I had to talk to my Michigan fan. He's like, your TV's down there. And, um, and he's like, you know, Huskies. Haven't, you know, and he had to do his bravado about Michigan. And I'm like, well, Michigan is three and we're five. Hello. And, you know, so a little bit of that. And then I found the Washington corner, we, we grouped in, and, um, and, then I made, and then there were some SC people there. And so he sat over there at the table on his computer, but we, we kept acknowledging each other, especially when it was seven, seven, 14, 14. And then I had to get on a plane and I have no idea what happened. Um, so, so, but I was thinking about this. It is sort of my time of um, uh, decompressing. I'm not wearing my collar, but I'm not acting any different with these football fans than I do in everyday life. Hopefully, they found me fun, um, and they did, and uh, because it, it was all banter, right? You. Everyone's in, a, in an airport. It's not fun to fly anymore like it used to be, right? Usually planes are late, you know, you get cancellations. But for this moment in time, there was a group of us that were strangers when we arrived and were friends as I'm leaving them. It doesn't matter what I wear. It matters how we act. Amen? I also loved being at the Evergreen Baptist Association meeting this week where, like I told you, we did an ordination. I've been in ordination services before and we usually robe up and stole up and, you know, we, we call it drag in my profession. Um, but all we needed to do was have a stole and just wear what you wore, what you're wearing. I found it to be just as holy as if you robe up do the pomp and circumstance and have a three-hour service as opposed to a one-hour service focused on the one person that we are all in relationship with. That's what Jesus is saying. It is so much more than what you wear. It's how we are. And not in whatever faith either. It's in all faiths. It's not what we wear, but how we are among each other. So, let us go forth. Sometimes we might have SC color on. Sometimes we might have beautiful purple on. But the point is we can sit together at the same bar 
and say, well done, friend. Amen? Amen. Amen.